Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Welcome to Wednesday night. So glad you could turn it, tune in tonight. We're just uh, going to continue on today. You know, I mentioned last week, uh, the message was keep your focus, you know, we live in, in terrible, troubled times around all around us. In fact, Paul said, and he said, in the last days, there'd be perilous times. Now we're, we're not experiencing quite the perilous times that they are in Afghanistan and some of the other areas of the world, but it's all around us, I'm telling you. And tonight I wanna to talk to you about don't be distracted. And it goes right along with keeping your focus. And uh, we must base our lives on the word of God because God has provided everything we need in this life and the life to come. In fact, listen to what the, uh, what the Isaiah said in Isaiah 40, verse 8. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. It's never going to pass away. It also says, Jesus said, <laughs> our master, our, uh, the, uh, the word made flesh, right? He says this, heaven and earth will, shall pass away, but my words will not pass away, never pass away. So we have to put our stock in the word of God. Now, last week I talked to you, uh, used the, the verses over in Proverbs 4. You say, well, Mike, why do we need to hear all this again? Listen, the word of, of God is living and powerful, and it, we need to hear it over and over and over again. But he says in uh, in Proverbs 4, verse 20, my son, give attention to what? Give attention to my words, my words. Why? Because incline your ear to my sayings. In other words, hear what the, the, the Bible tells us, the logos, but also hear what the spirit is saying to us today. Flow with that. Do not let them depart, where? From your eyes. In other words, keep your eyes on this Bible. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Why, why do we want to do that? Because Jesus said, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak, and you will have what you say. It may not happen right away, but when you begin, that's what the enemy wants, is he wants to steal the word out of you. And for it says, they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Amen? We're to put the word of God in our heart and in our life. We're need to stay focused. Don't get distracted about all that's going on in the world today. Now, in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 12, it says this, Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things. Though you know them and be established in the present truth, I think it right, as long as I am in this tent or body, to stir you up, reminding you and keeping you, and it says in the King James Version, uh, keep you in remembrance. What's he talking about? Well, over in 2 Peter, or 2 Peter chapter 1, verses uh, 2 through 4, it says this, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord, as his divine power has given to us, us, say he's given to me because it's us, all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's given us all things through the knowledge of him who calls us by glory and virtue, 
by which we also have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now, Peter's saying that. Then he goes on to tell us to add, add to our faith. The next verses go on down. Add to our faith. Give, give all diligence. In other words, don't just be a little part-time Christian. Don't just a little once in a while Christian. Add to your faith virtue, to your uh, uh, virtue knowledge, to know self-control, self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to the brotherly kindness, love. For if, you, if all these things are yours and abound in you, will never be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he goes on to say, for he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Therefore, brother, be, be even more diligent. You ever think about being more diligent to do something? <laughs> look, we're not to quit. We're not to be just going to church. Is, look, we ought to go to church. We ought to pay our tithes. We ought to walk in faith. But we need to be in the word of God on a regular basis seeking out the things of God, finding out the promises of God, finding out what God has said in his word. But he goes on to say that all diligence to make your call and election sure, for if you do these things, you will never stumble. You don't want to stumble? Get diligent about seeking God. He goes on to say, for so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, Peter says that, I'm putting you in remembrance. Even though you know these things and have heard these things before, I find it important as, as to bring to your remembrance as long as I'm alive, I'm going to remind you of these things. And, he, and we're, see, we're to have the word of God regularly, many opportunities to quit and fail and, and, and to fall. If you don't know the word, that's what's going to happen to you because but we need to keep stirring ourselves up. He said, I'm gonna put you in remembrance. In other words, as long as I'm here, and that's what I'm telling you tonight. It says, I wanna, I'll turn this just a second because it does say, this, uh, Peter says, come on, Mike, get that with it. I'm in this tent to stir you up by reminding you, amen? Well, they used to accuse me every time I'd uh, preach a message, it would be stir, stir yourselves up in number 89 or whatever. <laughs> so if Peter said that, I'm in good company. So I only, <laughs> I'm here to stir you up. I'm here to stir myself up to what God has said in his word. How many of you know it's so important to know what he said and what he has said and what he has done for us, amen? And what has he done? He's given us exceeding great and precious promises. Now, over in Isaiah 54, 17, where here's one of the promises. With all the trouble going on, all the distractions, here's what you can be assured of. No weapon formed against me, shall you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. In other words, there's no weapon formed against us, brothers and sisters, that, that will prosper. God has said that in his word. Amen? Over in Psalm 91. How many of you know you ought to read Psalm 91 on a regular basis? Let me find that real quick. 
I wasn't planning on reading much of this, but I, I, I sense I need to do some of this. It says in Psalm 91, we need to know what it says. He who dwells in what? The secret place in the most high. In other words, that place where God resides, your heart and your mind or thoughts are on Christ, amen? Shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. And here's what you'll do. I will say of the Lord. How many of you are saying of the Lord? Say what he says. He is my refuge and my fortress. Can you say that for me to, uh, for tonight for yourself? He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver. You can put your me in there. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and, and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover me with his feathers and under his wings I shall take refuge. These are promises. You, he's going to promise. He, his truth shall be my buckler and, or my shield and buckler. I shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor for the arrow that flies by noonday, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lies waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes shall I look and see and see the rewards of the wicked. And then it goes on to say, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, your, your dwelling place, no evil will befall you. How many, you know, when you make God <laughs> your resting place, when you make God your Lord of your life, no evil shall befall you. It goes on to say, nor shall any plague, COVID-19, come on brothers and sisters, COVID-19 has no place in our lives. It, it, it shall come near our dwelling. Speak to that tonight. Speak to it. no plague, no COVID-19, no virus, no any kind of thing has a right to come near my dwelling, come near my house, come near my uh, body in Jesus' name. And it goes on to say, for he shall give his angels charge over you or me to keep you in all your ways. In your hands you shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. Listen, my friends. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. This is the Lord speaking. I will set him on high because he has known my name. Do you know Christ tonight? Do you know his name? <laughs> I like the song that, uh, that Tisha Cobb sings, he knows my name. Do you know his name? He knows your name. Amen. You ought to say that. He knows my name. Amen. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. That's a promise. God's promising this. I will deliver him and honor him and with long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now, I didn't plan to read that whole thing, but you need to begin to decree that over yourself. Amen? It's about what you say. God's already declared what he said about us. Now, we need to declare what he says and what his word says about us. And over in Jeremiah 120 or 112, it says this, God watches over his word to perform it. Amen. We were at a prayer meeting uh, the, this afternoon or earlier today, and, and one of the gentlemen was reading Psalm 103. And I they didn't have these in my notes, but I want to talk to you a minute, just for a minute. It's Psalm 103, he's reading that. And, and it says in verse five, he satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. 
Well, I, you, you think about food. Now, a lot of people would think, well, that's food. I think he satisfies your mouth with his word. <laughs> you begin to speak your word and he'll renew your life as the eagle. And then it also says, and uh, further down, he says uh, uh, in verse 20, Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who does, uh, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. You know, when you speak God's word, they heed your voice. That's why we need to be speaking his word, speaking the promises, saying over, over ourselves. Don't get distracted about what's going on in the world. We, we've been told about those things. In other words, over in Matthew 24, Matthew, I probably used this before, but I want to tell you again. Matthew 24 says this, when he asked Jesus about the end of the age, the end of the age, this is what he says in verse four, take heed that no one deceive you. Boy, there's so many deceiving spirits out there. They're waiting to, to, to pounce on us with misinformation and lies and things. But it goes on to say, many will come in my name saying I am the Christ and will deceive many. You know, I believe there'll be a lot of Christians being deceived. There are today, right now, today. It goes on to say, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, but I want, to hear what, uh, want you to hear what he says then. See that you are not troubled. God doesn't want us troubled. He doesn't want us anxious about what's going on in the world. Troubled, another word for that in, in the Amplified is frightened or panic. Don't panic. Uh, oh my goodness, what's, what's happening around the world? Look what's happening here over here in the border, here in Afghanistan. And I know these are terrible times with that. Uh, look what the gas prices, look what, oh, I didn't, you just get all uh, troubled up in your mind and, and, and you can't function the way God wants you to function. He doesn't want us to do that. He doesn't want us to get distracted about the, what's going on in the world. He wants us to be, <laughs> he wants us to rest in him and not be troubled so we can speak out against those things, so we can pray for others, stand in the gap for others. Over on Ephesians 6, 11, it says, put on the armor of God. Pastor Scott preached about that a couple weeks back. Put on the armor of God. Get, get armored. Get your armor on. Get ready. Get, get so you can stand against the wiles of the devil. But must not, we must not, I say again, forget his word. Don't let it go out of our hearts. Amen? Amen. We're to triumph over the opposition. We do it with God's word. I hope you know that. I hope you know that. Over in Philippians 4.4, we talked about Philippians 4.4, I think he was in last week. Philippians 4.4 says this, well, how, how, can, how can you uh, rest in all that's going on? You begin to rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And, and, and again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the God of your salvation. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Rejoice that he knows your name. In Psalm 41.11 in the Amplified, he says, by this, I know that you favor me because my enemy does not triumph over me. How many of you know your enemy is going to triumph over you? You can have victory over him. Amen? So begin to stand on the word. The Message Bible says God's favor. No victory shout in the enemy's camp. <laughs> in other words, they're not, they're not shouting the victory because there is no victory for us to listen to the word of God and proclaim the word. You know, it's not only one thing to hear. We're not really in faith just by hearing it. We're in faith by hearing it and speaking it with our mouth. You want to be in faith? Begin to hear the word, say what God says. You know, it's important that we say exactly what he says. Now, 
over in Philippians 1, verse 6, being confident of this very thing, that he that has begun a good work in us, in you or us, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ, the time of his return. Whatever he started in you, he's going to finish. Amen? But you got to let him. And how do you do it? By agreeing with what he says. Let's see. Bring it to a, uh, the message Bible says, bring it to a flourishing finish. A grand finish. Amen? Amen. We live by faith and we die by faith. We don't stop in the middle there somewhere or we're already losing what uh, the victory that God has given us. It says, let us rejoice in the God of our salvation. Now, you know what I just did? I, I read the last part of my message. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Stay focused. We need to hear the word of God over and over. We need to hear Mark, uh, what uh, Mark 11 says. You can have what you say. You know, Mark 11, 23, I've heard it said that uh, Brother Hagin used to, I mentioned this today. Uh, they used to ask Brother Hagin why he preached on Mark 11, 23, and 24 all the time. He said, well, when you guys get it, I'll quit preaching on it. In other words, he, you never really get the full uh, thrust of what God's word says. You got to have it over and over. And Philippians 4.19 says, God shall supply all your need. How, much, how many of you know you need to hear that on a regular basis? That's a promise. Now, it goes in, 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 in conjunction with giving in to his kingdom. Amen. Amen. So we need to sow, but faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing and hearing. Over in Mark 4, we, you know these scriptures. I think I've already used them recently. Mark 4, 14. The sower sows the word. And there are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. And, and, when, they, and when they hear heard. Let me, let me back up on this. <laughs> when they hear Satan comes immediately. Who comes? Satan comes immediately. And takes away the word that was sown in the heart. In their hearts. Listen, John 10, 10, what's it say? The thief comes but not to, but to steal, kill, and destroy. What do you think he wants to steal first? I believe he wants to steal the word of God out of your heart, out of your heart and out of your mouth, because you're not going to say what the word of God is unless it's in your heart. Isn't that right? He wants you to agree with his words. I can't. It'll never happen. It's never good enough. I guess, I guess I'm going to die, you know. You get sick. I guess I'm, I'm always one that gets a, a bad a cold or I get this or I get that or I'm not uh, financially being blessed. I, you know, the gas prices went up. I just don't know what we're going to do. Things are just going. No, he, that's what he wants you to do. Why? Because you've given him access to your life with what you're saying. How about we start saying what God says? How about we get over in J what James said? James said, draw nigh to God and he'll draw nigh to you. Resist resist the devil and he will flee. He'll not just walk away, he'll run away. Listen, you know what he's more afraid of than anything? That Christians will not only be born again, but they'll know who they are in Christ and begin to speak that word out of their heart. In Jesus' name, we, we see it. And see, uh, he would like to make you think that Jesus did all the things he did on earth because he was God and you can't do it. But Jesus said, you, the works that I've done, you shall do also, and even greater works. We need to know that tonight. Amen? Amen. Mark 4.19 says, in the Amplified, but the worries and the cares of this world or the distractions of this age <laughs> with its worldly pleasures, and it will choke out the word. K 
cares and anxieties. And in the Message Bible, the stress strangles what they heard. In other words, you don't, you, you can't go on from what you've heard. We need to, we need to arm up, get, get the power of God. I'm more, I'm more convinced in this day and this hour that God is doing and wanting to do even greater things, but we have to get in line with his word. We have to begin to speak the word. I don't know what's going on in your life tonight. What do you got is troubling you? Speak to it in Jesus' name. Speak to it in Jesus' name. Begin to, begin to rejoice that, hey, what God said in his word is true, and if we'll do what he said, we can have what he said we can have. Listen to, listen to Mark 11, uh, verse 23, again, or 22. Have faith in God. Do you have faith in God tonight? Well, yeah, I have faith in God. Well, then begin to say what he says about you about your situation because it says right here for surely i say to you who's whoever or whosoever in the king james are you a whosoever i believe you are that means anybody that says this says to this mountain what what's the mountain there's all kinds of things going on in the world today all kinds of trouble and and personally and individually and sometimes corporately but there's things going on whosoever shall say to the mountain be removed get out in other words and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will, will be done, there, he will have whatsoever he says. He didn't say about what Jesus would say. Oh, Father, take this from, no. He said, you speak to the mountain. Believe what I've said in my word. You speak to the mountain, amen? Therefore, he goes on to say, whatsoever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. In other words, you can pray and thank the Father that he's given you these great and precious promises, but and then he says, okay, if you believe that, begin to speak it in Jesus' name. Amen? Use that name, it's above every name, but you speak it. He's, all power and all authority has been given unto us and, by Jesus, and he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel, and these signs shall follow you. Well, I don't feel like I'm a preacher. No, but you, you have a responsibility because you're, you're to be a witness and you have every right and every reason to uh, responsibility to pray for people, to cast out devils if it's needed. Oh, you say, well, I don't know if I can do that. You can do that because you have power and authority. So, and there are devils in our world today. Did you know that? They haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> they haven't gone anywhere. The same devils in, were in, in uh, Hitler are still around today. The same devils that were in Mussolini and all these these dictators and these uh, people that killed so many people, uh, even their own people, the Stalins of the world, they're still there today. But you know what? We have power and authority over them. So begin to speak to what's in your life that you need uh, uh, victory in. What would that be? Well, I don't know. It might be relationships. It might be you need finances. Speak to your, speak to your, uh, your, your checkbook. Say, money, come in in Jesus' name. Bank uh, book be filled with money. I need money. And Lord, don't go to God just and say, well, God, I need money. What, are you going to give it to him? No, say he's already provided everything that you would need. Now do what the Bible says and begin to speak to those things. You know, you can speak to your body. Your body needs healing today. Listen, I've, I've listened to so many Keith Moore's messages over the years. I always get a kick out of hearing them again over and over because it reminds me when, when Peter uh, when uh, Peter's mother-in-law was sick with a fever and, and Jesus, re it said he rebuked the fever and it left her. 
What did he do? And Keith always says, can fevers hear? He says, obviously they can because it left. Well, if fevers can hear, so the other parts of your body can hear and other things that attack your body can hear. I, I have to use it, you have to use it. Let's get, let's get serious about speaking the word of God over ourselves and over our situations and commanding things to be gone that don't need to be there and speaking to things to come that need to be in your life. Haven't you ever thought about that? How, uh, you know, think, go around saying, rather than say, well, I don't know what I'm gonna do, say, I am blessed abundantly above all I could ever ask or think. Lord, I thank you that I am blessed and favored of the God. And wherever I go, I, I have blessings come upon me and I'm favored by God and, and by uh, man in Jesus' name. You could say that easier, easier than you can say, well, I don't know what I'm gonna do. No, we know what God has said. He's blessed us. So let's get in line with what he says. Let's don't lose our focus and don't get distracted in this day and this hour. But let's be a, a fortress, a strong fortress for our God in this day and this hour. Let's be a part of the, uh, the winning team. Amen. Let's don't be sit back and uh, let, uh, be a bench setter. Let's get out and play the game. Let's get going for God because he's got far greater things for us than you, we can even imagine. Now, I don't know if you had an opportunity to be here on Sunday and, and tune in uh, or tune in on it. If you haven't, go back online and watch that Sunday service. The power of God's moving, I'm telling you, and it's going to continue to move. If, you, if you've been baptized in the Holy Ghost, begin to pray in the Holy Spirit like never before. Begin to speak things over your life and over your, over your situations in Jesus' name. Because we want to see God do great and mighty things, and, we, and he's waiting on us to do some things. I don't want him to go down the street and say, I'll, I'll find somebody as weak to base as a spies, and I'll pick them up and do what I ask them to do. No, we get that opportunity. We get that pleasure of being the ones here on the earth to be his agents. Amen? Amen. So time's winding down, but I'm just going to remind you, be a doer of the word, not a hearer only, deceiving your own selves. Amen? So let's pray. Father, I thank you. You sent your word and delivered us and healed us and, and delivered us from all our destructions. Your word is powerful and, and living. And, and so, Lord, I just pray that each and every person in the sound of my voice would just begin to walk in the word, speak the word over themselves, renew their mind to what, what the word of God says, and, that, and be able to avoid the distractions and keep their focus in this day and this hour because you're looking for people that will believe you and stand on your word and see the, your glorious victory and and because you're always cause us to triumph you always cause us to triumph in all things we give you praise and thanksgiving as we conclude this service tonight on wednesday night we thank you lord that we are here for such a time as this so we'll not miss the opportunities and the, and the things that you called us to do in jesus name amen well, it's been good to be with you, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.